Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another episode of TRP Recovery. It's your host, Nikkel. And today I'm going to do something a little different. And I wanted to start us off with an excerpt from a song that I absolutely adore. And it's from Demi Lovato. And it's called I Love Me. And this will help us segue into today's topic. So it goes, flipping through all of these magazines, telling me who I'm supposed to be. Way too good at camouflage. Can't see who I am, I just see what I'm not. I'm guilty about everything that I eat. Feeling myself is a felony. Jedi level sabotage. Voices in my head make up my entourage. So if you didn't like guess it by now, um, which is okay, um, today's topic is going to be focused on eating disorders um, and body dysmorphia. This is a topic, like most of the other topics that we've discussed, that's really near and dear to my heart. Um, I've experienced it and countless of other women and men included have experienced some form of shame about their bodies um, and constantly comparing themselves to images that we see um, all around us, be it through traditional media outlets or through um, social media, which tends to be the way most people consume um, their news and just anything that they want to, you know, stay abreast on. So let's get right to it. Make sure you got some hot tea next to you and let's get started. I wanted to touch on this topic for a while now for two main reasons. The first being that um, it's something I struggled with growing up. And to be quite honest, something that I have to be mindful of on a daily basis. So that way I don't relapse into my unhealthy eating habits. Um, And the second would be to just try and bring some light and address the unfair and quite honestly, the hypocritical pressure that women still face when it comes to our outward appearance. It's literally a situation that you are darned if you do and you're darned if you don't. If you are someone who tries to maintain um, your outward appearance you'll be labeled as someone who's incredibly superficial. If you don't, then you're considered as someone who is quote unquote, let themselves go and you will be treated accordingly. And it's just an unfair circumstance that women find themselves in and through no fault of our own, but as a result of how our society has placed this responsibility of beauty in our laps. And please don't misunderstand me. I am a absolute love and fan of everything beauty, be it fashion, makeup, skincare, all of the above. Um, but in recent years, it's become something that I enjoy doing for myself and no longer this thing that I do based on expectations. Um, or based on insecurities or things that I've internalized from the outside. 
So basically my message is to really try and highlight the importance and acceptance of yourself and loving yourself and understanding as always that you are worthy and that you are enough. Um, and so let's not drag this on too much <laughs> and let's go on to what an eating disorder is. So according to the American Psychological Association, an eating disorder can be defined as abnormal eating habits that can threaten your health or your life. Um, today, I'm only going to be focusing on the three most commonly known eating disorders, which would be anorexia, bulimia, and orthorexia. There are a whole host of different eating disorders. And if this is something of interest to you, whether you're experiencing it or someone that you are close to and love is experiencing something like this, definitely feel free to recommend the resources that I've left in the description below. And it'd be a great opportunity to learn more about it and to also seek guidance and counsel as well. So anorexia um, is pretty much severely restrictive eating habits that are a result of gaining weight and coupled with um, distorted, a distorted image of your body. So basically, this would be an individual who is so fearful of gaining any weight that they have developed really, really restrictive diet habits, or in some case, cases, fasting and not eating whatsoever. So that way they can reduce their calorie intake in order to what they believe is to stop fat from developing. Bulimia, um, this one is this one is a little bit more reoccurring, and it's more of a compulsive desire to consume large amounts of food, followed by feelings of guilt and remorse, and going to great lengths to compensate or, um, I guess, fix the action by purging through vomiting. And another option would be fasting through laxatives or intense bouts of exercise. So for example, this could be somebody who perhaps in a binging um, moment, they've consumed an entire box of Oreos. And because they feel so guilty afterwards and because of the lack of impulse control, they decide to compensate or try to fix the situation by going to the gym the next day for four hours in hopes to burn it all off. Or through the traditional way that we used to know about bulimia, which would be to purge or to vomit right after eating. And lastly is orthorexia. And this one um, is abnormal, obsessive um, thoughts about healthy eating that usually results in a very narrow or restrictive um, food palette or just options for food. Um, so this is an individual who is not just your typical person who's trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And a healthy lifestyle is usually somebody who understands balance. This is somebody who is terrified of consuming things that might be a danger to them over time. And so in order to prevent anything from happening, 
they decide that they're only going to eat certain things or they're going to eliminate certain things. So they eat no dairy, no meats, no anything. And once again, this does not necessarily mean that if you decide to follow certain diets, like a vegan diet, which eliminates a lot of these options, that you somehow have orthorexia. These are people who have really compulsive and obsessive, um, I guess, thoughts and feelings about the lifestyle and are not able to really balance it out. Regardless of wherever you may fall in terms of the categories of eating disorders that you've heard or um, the spectrum within those eating disorder categories, I think the thing to take away from all of this is the result, which is that somewhere, somehow, we've developed a really unhealthy sense of our, our identity and our self-image. And as a result, it's easy for us to be able to take in whatever we see on social media or in magazines or in movies and TV shows um, about what beauty is and what it should look like. Although I must say times have changed dramatically from when I was younger. Um, I remember my first, um, I guess, image of what real beauty looked like was a Victoria's Secret magazine. Um, I always used to like skip over to the clothing section um, to see all of the different clothes that the models were wearing. Obviously at the time, um, the standard of beauty was typically a size two, size four. Um, whenever I would turn on the TV, cause my aunt at the time, she loved America's Next Top Model. And so that was always playing at our house. And all of the women who were competing for the title of America's Next Top Model were clearly a certain body type. And that really resonated with me. So even though we are in a time where women have, you know, taken their bodies back and taken their images back, and we've influenced so much of how beauty should look like with um, just think about the brands that are so popular nowadays, like Adore Me, um, what's the other one, um, Aerie, and how plus size models are no longer considered plus size, it's just modeling. So this idea that beauty is somehow a 5'7 size 4 woman is no longer relevant. But those memories from childhood and those influences still had such a significant impact on my relationship with my body and my relationship ultimately with food. And so I think it's very important if you're on this journey as well to really think about your history and to take some time to journal and try to understand how you developed these patterns. Have you used it as an escape or a coping mechanism for previously experienced traumas? I know that was the case for me. Um, as I kind of alluded to before, um, body dysmorphia and eating disorders are something I struggled with. 
as a child, I struggled a lot with childhood obesity and it was always kind of like at the center of my world. And it was always brought up um, in the form of being teased of at school um, by certain family members. Um, and each time I'd go to the doctor, they would always make it a point that, uh, well, you definitely have to make sure that she loses at least like 10, 15 pounds because she's always at the border of this, this, that, and the third. And of course, absolutely valid in terms of trying to make sure that I had the healthiest life possible. But unfortunately, that created a cycle of yo-yo dieting for me. And I would always try and find different means to keep my weight down and to try and lose weight. I have tried every single diet possible. Um, I've tried every single diet tea. I've done several exercise programs, all things that most of us are really accustomed to. Um, and I didn't really realize the impact of it until um, I went through my um, self-help and like mental health journey. And it really wasn't until I started to sift through my old journals that I realized that I had a seriously, seriously unhealthy um, image of myself. I was always comparing myself to people in magazines, people on, at the time I was obsessed with Tumblr. So I was always like going on these different pages and blogs and I would always follow the weight loss ones. Um, I was just so obsessed with getting to the quote unquote perfect body. And it was around that time, maybe like high school, early college, that restrictive eating um, really started to become a normal thing for me. And I think we need to make it clear that there is a difference between understanding um, what's a good portion size for an individual in order to be healthy and to, you know, kind of stick to whatever your goals might be. But it's another, at least like in my case, where I was so afraid that if I overate or if I ate this, like too much of this particular thing, that I would go back to the body size that I was before. And it's just now that I'm realizing that this is really a trauma response and a way of me unconsciously trying to fix these insecurities that were developed in the past and trying to control whatever it is I possibly can to stop that from happening again. And the way in which I went about trying to reverse that was by ironically going um, vegan. Um, this was something that was prompted by my sister who has had her own um, struggles, but she really developed a love for veganism and just really understanding the cycles of how our food gets to our plate. And it was really this intentionality that inspired me to follow suit. And 
it also created a new love of understanding what foods would best nourish my body, what foods would make me feel great, what foods were just nutritious and delicious and experimenting with all these different recipes. I've developed a different um, perspective when it comes to food. So now if I desire to have something, I don't hesitate anymore. Um, I definitely am more focused on just making sure that I have a balance so that if I do decide to indulge in something, um, to just make sure that it's not something that's happening on a frequent, frequent basis. So it's definitely more so going from a fear of, if I can be transparent, getting fat, and more so of just remaining healthy. So that way I can run that mile. So that way I can play with, you know, my godson and my siblings. And so that way I can just be the best version of myself. And is it perfect? Absolutely not. There are times where I do um, struggle with relapses and um, I have to definitely take some time and journal and understand why do I feel the need to restrict myself again? What is it that's really stressing me? What is at the core of this compulsion right now? And the more I do it, the more the more um, at ease I feel, and it's not as scary to approach the situation anymore. And so that's something I definitely would encourage um, if any of you out there are struggling with eating disorders, body dysmorphia, take some time, really try to delve into your past and understand why is it that you feel you must conform to whatever image of beauty that you think is beautiful, that society think is beautiful. And focus more on loving you for who you are and the beautiful woman, the beautiful man that you are. So another tip that I would give is to definitely check out the resources that I've left in the description below. Um, one, is from the American Psychological Association and the other is from the National Eating Disorder Association. And they have so much information and um, links to additional resources as well as potential um, counselors that you can talk to to really go into depth about you know, finding a solution for your particular issue. So I hope this was helpful and um, definitely let me know by leaving a comment for us on Instagram, sending me a DM, emailing me at trprecovery at gmail.com. I would appreciate it so much to hear from you. Um, so thanks again. I hope you guys are well and being safe out there. And as always, remember, you are loved, you are worthy, you are blessed, and be well.